Yo, 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 What's up, everybody? How you doing? Listen, first and foremost, I want to say welcome to the show, and I hope everybody's doing good during this COVID-19 global epidemic. I'm praying for everybody, and I'm praying for your families. I'm praying that, you know, everyone's staying safe and that we're not stressing out too much. And above all, I'm praying for good health for all of you. Um, Listen, if you guys enjoy this podcast, please go to corpsecollection.com. You know, grab you a shirt, a hoodie, a beanie, whatever. Um, And, you know, the money goes and filters into, you know, first off to support my family, but it also supports this podcast. You know, help me buy some microphones, man. Help me buy, you know, some stuff to bring you guys some better content. Um, Because right now, you know, I just do this shit all for fun. Um, I do it so that you guys can enjoy it. And, uh, you know, give myself a chance to talk to some of my best friends on a, on a consistent basis. Um, listen, today's show, I bring to you one of my good friends. Uh, this man is an amazing dancer. He's a leader. He's an intellect. He's very, you know, he's very thoughtful with the things that he says and does. And he's somebody that I truly admire. He's somebody that I came into contact with when I first started getting into crumping. And um, I watched him grow. He watched me grow. He goes by the name Gruesome. He's also known as Jay Stryker, a part of the Beast Camp Crump family. My brother, welcome to the show, the wonderful and powerful Garrett Flowers. Yo. Yo. What's going on, bro? What's going on with you, brother? Dude, thank you for being on the show with me. Uh, No problem, of course. Fucking first and foremost, bro, how are you doing, man? Is everything like everything solid your way, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm back home in uh, Long Beach right now. Everything's good, bro. I'm eating healthy. Um, quarantine is like allowing me to cook more, so I just cook all the time now. So I already eat a little healthy. I'm good. Pops is good. We in the house, bro. We're not doing nothing crazy. We just in the house chilling. So yeah, man, I'm all right. Yeah, bro. Like a lot of. A lot of people that I've been talking to lately have just been like, you know, like just taking the time to kind of rest up and fucking kind of like find their find their center again and shit. And that makes me really happy, you know, so it makes me happy to hear that, bro. Oh, of course, man. I'm happy that like everyone is I think quarantine affects everyone differently. You know, I think it's like most people are inside. People are like waiting to be outside. But for me, it's just help, help me like be productive. So, yeah, bro. I'm glad they're like we're doing a podcast. It's dope, man. I'm like, yo, you doing a podcast? Like, and I'm honored to even be on. So, yeah. Oh, dude, the honor is all mine, man. And like, it's been crazy because I feel like I feel like this is kind of the future now of like radio and and TV, yeah. and, and magazines and shit. You know what I mean? Something people can listen to passively. So, it's dope, man. We're making it. We're making our stamp in history here. Oh, yeah, you guys, you guys definitely are. <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. Like, it's it's a big step, actually, because it's like the platform can has, get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, man, genius, I say. <laughs> uh, well, real quick, bro, you know, before we, before we jump into some shit, because there is some shit I want to pick your noodle about. But real quick, let the people know, you know, who you are and some things that you got planned for the future, bro. Um... Uh, my real name is Garrett Flowers. I'm 27, college student, trying to like 
I plan on trying to graduate, get my uh, bachelor's degree, work in the clinical field for psychology. If not, become a licensed therapist. Crump name I go by Jay Striker, aka um, Gruesome. I, re- yeah. <laughs> I recently um, developed my own name, so yeah, Gruesome. Be on the way for more footage and, and whatnot. Still trying to take over Crump World, and <laughs> not really, but you know, I'm still trying to just continue to inspire people and continue to let people know especially people who have like who deal with depression who deal with like anxiety in a dance that you're not alone um to continue to spread positivity within the within the community and also just continue to um just teach and be a teacher to students and still be a student you know still remain humble and teach people the right path to go on is that too much Nah, man, dude. And like, you know, you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what what are some of the anxieties and depression? Because, I mean, we're both from the same fam. So people who don't know Strikers and Beast, Street Beast, Bad Beast, were all a part of the Beast Camp. And so, you know, my personal opinion, we the baddest motherfuckers in the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? like, Worldwide. But, you know, everybody's got the motherfucking opinion. Of course. But we the baddest, we the baddest ones. So there is definitely, you know, some pressures that come along with that. I've felt it. I know you feel it as a JR. And what, like, and you already said, like, you you have your own struggles with anxiety and depressions. And that's something that I've been wanting to talk about, you know, kind of dabble in with the smoking section for this season. And like, what what are some of the ones that you face inside and outside of dance, bro? And how do you cope with it? Man, um, I want to say, I think outside of dance, I've gotten really better with um, not really being. I think I feel like I'm getting, I'm out of the season of being depressed. I was out of it was a huge depression. It looks like a lot of stuff was happening. I had a lot of things going on, where life was just messing up. I was questioning my faith. I was having issues with my school. I had suicidal thoughts at one point and then I just at one point I just felt like this can't be it, you know, this can't be the end of my life or this can't be like I felt like I just had to move. I felt like this can't be it, you know, this can't be the last like how my life is gonna play out. Like there's more to life than just living in this environment and living in the time where I wasn't progressing or not moving forward or living in a slump. So a lot of it was manifestation, bro. I think the big, I don't know who said it, but the biggest thing, everything starts mental. So changing your positivity, like as far as positivity and everything else, having positive thoughts, all that is like really essential. I feel are you in a tunnel? Yeah, I thought I heard the wing. Uh, nah, it's it's well, I am coming over the grade right here, coming down into Camarillo. Right okay, now. cool. I was like, oh, I can't hear him. Nah, but um, yeah, I feel like it was for me. Like it all starts. It's everything starts mentally. The thought, like visually seeing things, like visually seeing things before it transpires, is really important. So, in order for me to get to that point, I was like. I was doing constant prayer, trying to get my faith back right. But I was also, there's the sleep meditations where I had these 
line. Like, it's like an automatic thing where, where someone is talking you into like your sleep, but also talking you into like affirmations and telling you, you know what, this is what you're going to do. You're manifesting all your great ideas and you're trying to get your yeah, thoughts out of it. And as you're asleep, the person is telling you affirmations like, oh, you're going to do this. I am this. I am that. I am staying. We like, it's like, we're assuring yourself that I am great. I am that. It's giving you self value as you sleep and then you wake up. It's kind of just instilled. It's teaching your mind that. So for me, that was something that helped me just get out of that. Mm. See, and for me, like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people get, I feel like a lot of people get affirmations and things like confused of, you know, say it once and, oh, I should, oh, oh, now I'm great. Like, nah, it's something that we have to consistently do. We have to consistently practice something that we got to continue to put our energy towards right. every day. You know what I mean? Even when right. I think that's something that's important because it's going to be hard. You know, that's something that I realized. One of the things that we have to understand is that change requires hardship in any field. It requires a, a sense of commitment for one, but it does have a part of challenge. I don't say hard because when I say hard, I think of the impossible. So I say challenging as, oh, it's a challenge, meaning I could overcome it. So for me, so it's a challenge. It's really changing. It's a, changing is a challenge. But once you fall in love with the journey, you'll like want to change, you know? Yeah. See, even like the word, even the word impossible, I've started to look at different because you know, I, I first looked at, you know, when they said um, depression, you know, if you rearrange the letters of depression, you get wow, I pressed nice. on. And, and, and so I took impossible and I was like, you know, how can anything be impossible when possible lies within it? You know what I'm saying? So possibility is always there as long as we keep our affirmations yeah. intact. You know what I'm saying? And, and so that those have been things for me. You know what I mean? And especially with these podcasts, that's why all everybody I've interviewed so far have all been my homies. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, these are the people I want to talk with. And, and, you know, because you guys are all, all my friends are people all who I admire, you know what I mean? In one form of fashion. And it's like, for pe- for me to hear y'all stories, it gives me affirmation in what I'm doing just with this podcast. You know what I mean? Because I don't know where this is going to lead to, but right. I'm fucking it's running with it. You know what though, I mean? You know? And so, and, and with that too, bro, so it's like, what are, what are some of the things that you're pursuing outside of dance? Cause I know a lot of people know you as, you know, Jay Stryker, you know, previously Kid Stryker and, you know, the dancer, what are other things that you do or things that you might be pursuing, especially during quarantine? Like, has there been any new passions? Um, for me interest? right now, I'm still trying to find an internship, still trying to get into licensed therapy. I want to definitely become a, a licensed therapist to teach young adults or teenagers, adolescents, provide therapy to youth, you know, that's something that I'm very passionate about. I feel like, I just feel like I've always been the guy that, like, people feel so easy to communicate with and people feel it's so easy to communicate and tell them their problems too, so I feel like that was something I feel like is naturally my calling. I feel like I've, and I've learned to be a good listener and I've learned to Fall in love with people's stories and feel like where can I fill the gaps? If not, 
what is something that can help you? How are you getting to this point? Or what are you? What can I do to provide information? Or you know. Hey Gary, you cut out there a little bit, brother. You still there? Hey Gary, you still there, bro? Uh oh, I think I may have lost him. He's connected. You hear me? Okay, so what happened was it was an Amber Alert, so this just kind of paused everything. Sorry about that. Oh, shit. Well, prayers up to whoever. whoever Right. Sorry about that. What was I saying? What were you asking me? Sorry. I totally got lost track. It was like loud. Uh, We were. Oh, you were talking about, you know. You were you've you've uh, learned to be a better listener and communicator and about your passions about you know your uh, like life coaching yes. and stuff. I think um life yeah therapist. There you go. definitely something I'm I'm planning on doing right now. In fact, I'm trying to still like find internships and become a graduate student and just be a mentee to somebody you know or find a mentor better yet. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, other than that, right now. I'm currently trying to get back into dance. I think one of the biggest things I've learned going out of state or being away from dance for so long is how much I've loved it, how much it's helped me grow as an individual. And it's also helped me organize that I'm not done, you know. I feel like I've done a lot, but I've done enough, you know, and I still want to continue on my journey. I want to be the best. Obviously, I want to keep doing things. I want to win tournaments. I want to win ABS. I want to win Illis. You know, I want to do all these things, too, and still be providing therapy to the community so I can be of service in the community in the long term as well. So not only do I want to utilize my psychology degree as a space where I'm only helping the youth or young adults, but I also want to help my community as well in the movement, you know, provide their repeat to what's going on. A lot of us are traumatized. A lot of us uh, are that we go, like, we're all traumatized. We all go through so many, like, similar stories, man. Like, everybody goes to almost the same exact thing, but so different. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was something I do want to pick your brain on, is is we all face traumas in, you know, especially, especially right now, I feel like a lot of the conversation has kind of quieted down, but I feel like a lot of crumpers have faced a lot of social, a lot of social issues, you know what I mean? And, you know, whether it's police violence or just prejudice from people within our own communities or people from our own, you know, people from within our own families and and our own race, like, you know what I mean? And what's something if you could, if you could just change one thing in America, you know, let's just, let's not say the world, let's keep it small. You know what I'm saying? And within our own communities, within America, what's something that you would hope to see so that, you know, our children don't go through those type of traumas or, or those type Man, of issues. That is a really good question. Local government or like the overall world? How are we talking? Like now, cause 
Now I really want to. Let's, let, let's start with our immediate, our immediate peoples, our Damn, people right think, here at home. I want to say, given the current situation, everyone's in, in a space where we're trying to find, financially figure things out. I think, I think creating, um, just creating, just creating a way where we can fund our people more, where we can always be refurbished. I think financially becoming a financially smart economy, I feel, is something we want to. I want to. I would want to see in the community, local community as well, and also like trying to figure out, or not just trying to figure out, but provide more resources and the needs for. People in poverty, the lower class, the middle class, you know. So st- still trying to figure all those things out. Dang, man, I feel like I have so much more to say, but I have no idea. You do me a curveball question. It's just a hard question to answer. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, it's a comp. Yeah, it a is complex issue too. You know what I mean? And and I feel like in this day and age, you know, like for myself. Like, I do feel like economic resources is probably one of the biggest issues that we got. You know what I mean? And I feel like in America, we need to definitely fix that. Like, there needs to be less of an economic divide because why do a lot of us smoke weed or why do a lot of us deal drugs or this and that? It's because either one people ain't got money, so they're stressed. They want something to take the stress off or they ain't got money, so they sell the drugs to get money. And, you know, there's there's kids going hungry at the house. So, you know, people need money. So yeah. they steal or they they go and do this. They become this, that, part of their own environment, like, you know, and it's like a lot of that's learned behavior, mind you, too. So it's kind of like, yes, not only are our pressures, our fathers, our, our cousins, our siblings, or even just someone who may influence us across the street doing it, but we're learning that behavior will become a product of that overall environment. And, and for me, here here in America, like I, I feel there needs to start there needs to start being a shift in as far as how we label ourselves. You know what I mean? Like it's so crazy for you know me being a Native American. I hate saying that. I hate saying, oh, I'm a Native American. I'm, I'm an American, fam. Like, sorry about <laughs> it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to know exactly where my lineage hails from, yeah, I could tell you I'm a Lacino Native. I'm a Lumbee Native American from this, this, that, and, and the third. You know what I mean? But for me, I feel like we get so caught up in Filipino, you know, Haitian American, Mexican American, African American, and it's like, okay, yes, I understand that's where your lineage comes from. You to hold that hyphenation ancestry to a higher degree than the person standing beside us, I feel like all it's going to do is create bigger social gaps. You know, we're not going to want to support the Chinese restaurant because that's a Chinese restaurant. That ain't a Native American restaurant, you know, or that's a... That's a Mexican restaurant. I don't want to support that. That's a Mexican restaurant. I only want to support, you know, my Italian restaurants. Like, I just feel like if we all support each other a little bit more because at the end of the day, we're all Americans, whether you're here on, you know, a visa or you're here because, you know, we got forced into a reservation or you came on a ship, it don't matter. Like, 
we all need to start looking at each other across the table and all saying like, hey, man, we all in a fucked up situation. Right. Like, you know of what course. I mean? Like, it's all about equality at that point. But I mean, it's sad because the word profits off inequality. So that's something. Yeah, that's not man. just, I feel like that's like a global issue, mm. man. Like a global issue. That's deep. Deep. Well, hey, man. Hey, I, I knew I could have this conversation with you because I, I see how you in, like how you rationalize some things and your intellect on it is like, okay, Garrett knows what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about right now. You know what I yeah, mean? man, I try. I just, I always been somebody who just kind of wants more insight. I think information is so, it's so intriguing. Like, you know, universe, like, you know, like, one of the things that's always going to be reoccurring is information. So you never know enough, you know. Information is just by me knowing how to, like, plant some a leaf or plant a tree. That's new information. And that's something that's just trying, mm. just reoccurring. And just knowing someone's name is re- new information. So information is just going to re- keep reoccurring. And that's something that I just, I'm always kind of fascinated. Just trying to figure out, like, dang, this is something that I can apply to my life. This is something I can apply to, I don't know, just... It's just digging deeper on things, I guess. Yeah, because I, I feel like right now in the in the age that we're living in, everybody's headline readers. Like, you know what I mean? They're headline readers, headline readers. And it's like, okay, but what's what does the article say? You know what I mean? Like, okay, the statistics on, you know, you know, okay, so the statistics on Native American, you know, crime is this. But where where are you gaining these numbers from? these who did you interview like you know what I mean like I want more information I don't want to just read this headline you know like like uh, like even the whole coronavirus shit you know like there's so many exactly. headlines about it but it's like all right well let's unpack that's something it. that's very interesting where, go where ahead. are you guys getting these Sorry. numbers from you know mm, so, go ahead what's up so let me so let me throw you a left hook on that one. I don't know what it is. I'm being completely honest. Do you think it's I a don't, conspiracy? Like, I'm not going to even sit there can, and try to like <laughs> be rational with you or try to make up a theory or try to like pretend like I know, but I don't know what it is. And that's me being honest. I recent, recently, I'm just now finding out about the country, like the idea of like 5G being one of the causes, you know what I'm saying? I'm, so I'm just now kind of getting invested into that. I'm also just, mm, yeah. I just recently, right before I got here, I just recently understood that it came from the Chinese government. I remember like there was something about they knew about, about the virus and like some information got spread and we didn't take it seriously. I think it is true that we didn't take it like we definitely take it lightly because there's information and there's articles which I I wish I could reference I wish I could tell you the articles but there's information in this article saying that we had information about the coronavirus back in January we just didn't take we just took it lightly so that's that's stuff I know but everything else man I don't know I wish I could tell you everything about it dude so so I bugged out on at my hotel really? that I work at. There was a doctor from Wuhan, China. Yeah, and and 
I mean, this guy, he was so Chinese. Like, I, I, like he's, yeah. he was talking to his phone so his phone could talk to me type. Like, didn't know no English. And, and we are having this conversation through his phone and through Google Translate, whatever. But um, he got to talking about how he's like, yeah, Hong Kong is different than the mainland. And he's like, once it came to Wuhan, we knew that there was really? trouble, so we left. And I was like, oh, when was that? He goes, that was in January. And then I started hearing, and this was, uh, this was like February, beginning of February. And this is when you started hearing coronavirus this, coronavirus that, coronavirus this and that. It was like, oh, shit. And I mean, to me, I feel like, I feel like some of it is a little crazy because, you know, there's countries with no 5G that have coronavirus, you know, uh, numbers and, and outbreaks and shit happening. But then it is kind of suspicious yeah. that 5G is going up and there's all this different talk about radiation and this and yeah, that. Same. So I don't so I don't knock it too much because I don't know enough about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but there has been real people who've died. You know what I mean? And and, you know, uh, mm. what, what's, yes, what's his name? Uh, Ramon Barra, uh, Kingpin Bless. He. Yeah, you know, God bless the dead. Fucking, he 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 died and he was infected with coronavirus. And there's been more people, you know what I mean. And so, during all this shit, it's like, I know, like you know, to kind of bring it back full circle. I know it'd be it'd be taking a lot of, a lot of toll on people's mental health, and it makes me wonder, you know, and even to kind of bring that whole social injustice discussion into it is like. I haven't heard much complaints about, <laughs> you know, transgenders and washing their hands in a certain bathroom. I haven't heard, you know, you know, because those are issues that I, mean, we got. I haven't heard anything to, about police know, brutality in fucking four and a half decide, months. Bro. I haven't heard anything That's about is something like crazy. So it's just everyone's aside. <laughs> and... Well, yeah, everybody's inside, and I think right now. I think a lot of people are just kind of putting it down. Like we're saying, Hey, like you're purple. I'm yellow. He's red. I'm green. Fuck it. You know, you need help. I need toilet paper and we're going to help each other out right now. I think like, because for a while, especially, you know, since like, well, I wouldn't want to say since Trump got elected, but definitely once he was elected in 2016, we, we saw a rise in KKK activity. We saw a rise in neo-Nazi activity in America. We saw a rise of yeah. certain, uh, you know, just racial racial issues. You know, even right now, even right now with the Chinese, like there's a lot of, and or not just Chinese, Asian Americans. Oh, yeah, I think general, a lot of people there's a are lot of racial, like, you know, acute, uh, like there's just assumption it. that because you're associated with Asia, then there's like this assumption that, oh, you're not like of cleansing cleansiness or you may know about it or like I've heard stuff like that. And that's ridiculous. Like that's so ridiculous. Even the fact that we're going around calling it the Chinese virus, because granted, yes, we have, it came from China, but it was already named the coronavirus, even giving it a name of like, we're going to call it this. It's kind of crazy at this point. It's like, wow. Like, because it's a, a it's a combination of prejudice, racism. Well, prejudice, racism, and prejudice go together, but racism and a combination of fear. You know what I'm saying? That's in that. 
And it's crazy what we're creating because it's not about that. At this point, we have to work out what is the exact thing we can do to find a cure. Everyone wants to play the play blame game. It's like everyone wants to play the blame game. And then, but yeah. instead of trying to find yeah. a solution. It, and for me, I think it gets so much play in the media, like I was saying, like headline readers and shit and, and people who see this stuff. It's like, to me, though, I still feel that we are doing more good in the world than we are allowing things like, you know, people calling it the Hong Kong flu or, or Kung flu or fucking the China virus or Chinese virus or whatever the fuck, you know, they're calling it these days. I still feel that there's more of us banding together than standing apart. And I just feel that, you know, during this quarantine, people like you can kind of intellectualize. That. Yeah, people I like do. Me I mean, I think we just have to clearly evaluate things. You know what I'm saying? For me, people who are in, who are going into this, I always feel as if that we should not fall into mass hysteria, meaning that we should not fall into this thing where this person died. This We have this amount of deference. Let's carefully evaluate the recoveries. And I was just telling my brother, I feel like it'd be more effective if we went about what's the population of the states that has the most recovery? What are they doing to estimate that? And what are they doing to to like cure all these people and whatnot? Where are they doing different than what New York isn't doing or what California is doing? What the most majority of the population of people who have the corona at, you know? So I think just take care of hygiene and just critically evaluate things that, and don't be afraid of the afraid of the statistics. You know, I take the time. Honestly, I've taken the time to just work on myself and and just not. And I, I purposely haven't been keeping up with with everything that's going on around it because when you keep up with it, it kind of you can't help but be instilled a fear because of what they're telling you about people dying about uh, like people are telling you this or that about, like, this person dying, people give you sob stories about, which is justifiable, right? But at the same time, I don't want to live in this fear as if I'm, like, oh, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like, I'm not going to be in this state of paranoia about it, knowing that there's statistics, knowing that there's information saying that there's people countering it. China is now lower than us, actually lower than another state, too. We're the highest country, uh, continent right now I mean, the U.S. Like, as as an overall country, we're the highest right now. So, versus China, now they've had and they've had the most recoveries. So now we have to figure out. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. But I think we have to figure out our resources and we collect our resources in this in this time. That was a lot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And- no, no, that was that was perfect because it's so true. I feel like, you know, instead of focusing on the negative where that's going to breed nothing but anxiety and panic, hysteria in these, you know, like lower planet type of fucking feelings. You know what I mean? Like, let's focus on what we can do right and look towards our our other nations who are doing good. Like exactly. Like when's the last time we heard any kind of news out of Cuba and what their fucking numbers are? But they were sending, you know, relief aid to other places in the world. So they must be doing all fucking all right. You know, <laughs> Germany has one of the best. I mean, I think it's from all the beer they drink, but it, they got some of the best. 
<laughs> you know, they got some of the best numbers, you know what I mean? And, and what's Russia's numbers look like, you know what I'm saying? And some of these other, what about Canada? You know what I mean? Oh, wow, and, nice. and Canada's giving their citizens $2,000 for their stimulus. So it's like, so, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, you know, I, I love the nation I live in, you know, I'm, I'm American in and out, but you know, let's look around yeah, and kind of see what we can not, do. Cause it's not, to to what's what's the best like word it's I guess? not I guess just a Eurocentric issue. It's not just a America centric issue. It's a global issue. So I think each country has, and we have our beat. You know, like we have we're the mm-hmm. ally power. So we're, so I think it'd be a lot easier to get our resources and get information as as if if it was like the UK or France or Germany or somewhere in that range that was providing a lot more like updates and like recoveries but it's China so I know and we've had a issue with China correct me if I'm wrong so yeah man I think it's a global I wish it it was just an issue where we can Mm -hmm. all band together and grab and find the information to just see and just heal the planet but it's not I think personally side note I think personally what we've been doing as America, we have been making a lot of great like sub solutions to a lot of problems in quarantine. And I say that because the Simmons is check. It's like, bear with me. It's a sub solution. I said sub solution because it's a solution to all of us not working right now. A lot of us, people who are, a lot of us are unemployed. There's essential workers out there that are working and they're getting extra dollars and extra work and everything. However, a lot of us are unemployed. A lot of us aren't getting refunded for, like, have to still pay certain bills, especially now because a light bill is probably going to be a lot higher. Water is going to be a lot high, higher, you know what I'm saying? The rent is going to be the same, but high, light, with the uses of a light of electricity is going to be higher now. The uses of water is going to be higher now. Watching all, so we those those bills have to be paid. So the stimulus, so the stimulus check is a solution. But ever the bit overall solution, yep. should, it should be how we want to cure this. But the stimulus check right now is the biggest sub solution right now. So we're doing. A, I think America or every country right now is doing a really good job at maintaining a sub solution right now. Like we're making a lot of solutions that are helping us that can't help us in the long term game, mind you. And it is helping us in the, in prepare for a, a future outside of quarantine, but we definitely have to worry about how the fuck are we not going to, how the fuck are we going to recover from this? You know, how the fuck are we going to get all these people to recover? You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think that's something we still have to worry about, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, and and right now, too, like as far as America and everything we're doing to come together, I hope, you know, like even just tying it in with the rest of our conversation, you know what I mean? I hope that we're able to tie this in and say, like, man, listen, we cooperated during quarantine. We all looked at each other in the eye and said, all right, I'm going to go home. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to be home for, for 40 days now. Yeah, I think we're at 40 days now. Like, how can we... You know, how can I look at you now and come to an agreement because we come from a different race, religion and creed? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how can I look at you and say, you know, during this time, you know, we assisted each other. Now, how do we do this, you know, in normal life when our life doesn't depend on it? You know what I mean? Because 
I feel like us us being able to you know co-inhabit this earth it's it's essential you know what I mean it's 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 a right. part of it's it's a natural balance of the earth and I just hope I really hope that this shit continues forward man well listen bro we're coming we're coming here at the end and I've been getting everybody their their chance to do their like you know their gym of the day mm. or their quote of the day what's I would something always say that you just, wanna um, leave the people with as we wrap this work up? on yourself in this time of quarantine work on yourself I think everyone is I do believe that not everyone, but majority of people will come out of this with some type of revelation. And I hope that in that space that we are working towards that, we're working to evolve and to grow because society itself is changing. That the not just our society, but the way we carry ourselves in the public and how we carry ourselves as far as hygiene will change and whatnot. The cost of demand for certain things are going to be different now and the demands and the needs for certain things will be different now. So I think with that changing, we ourselves have to change as well. So I would just advise people to just take time to change and take time to find something new about yourself in this time. <laughs> mm. Woo! That's a oh, bomb of course, bro. for you people. Man, you know, Gary, I'm so well, thank you so much for doing this. Like, we got to do it One of the again, first bro. people on this podcast. It makes you feel really like, like, yo, you feel like the fact that you like, because I'm so humble. Like the fact that you feel like, damn, I would like one of my friends to speak on my podcast because I trust his intellect and trust his morality. That's thank you for that. Really, I do appreciate it. Hey, bro, it's, you know, it's nothing but love, man. And, and like you said, I, I really do. I, I value your intellect, man. And I value oh, your man. Bro, you know what I mean? I miss y'all. I really And after do. this quarantine, bro, before you head back east, we got to hang out, chill out, you know. <laughs> I know, hey, and when we yeah, did, I don't know what was happening. And then my mic the camp, on, I seen I that you got on, on. But I'm but glad to be on now. Out, and it's like, fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why I definitely I was like, oh shit, he didn't he didn't get in on this. I'm a fuck it. I'm gonna set aside some time for him personally then and make sure that I I get him on there and hear his voice. Uh, well, all right, bro. Listen, dog. Thank you and all everybody right, listening. This has been the smoking right, section. I hope you guys stay.